parents. Hey, this is Pastor Justin Krupski at Bringing It Home. I'm excited that you've tuned in with us. What I want to do today is just encourage us all just to read the scriptures more with our children. And so for a few brief moments, I want to read some scripture with you. And so Matthew chapter 5, Jesus says this, You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope, when you feel helpless. With less of you, there's more of God in his rule. You're blessed when you feel you lost what is most dear to you. Only then you can be embraced by the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. His food and drink is the best meal you'll ever eat. You're blessed when you care. At the moment of being careful, you find yourselves cared for. You're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and heart put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. You're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. You're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. Persecution drives you even deeper into God's kingdom. Let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in garbage. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, a public as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God. This generous Father in heaven. Don't suppose for a minute I've come to demolish the scriptures, either God's law or the prophets. I'm not here to demolish, but to complete. I'm going to put it all together, put it all together in a vast panorama. God's word is more real and lasting than the stars in the sky and the ground at your feet. Long after stars burn out and earth wear out, God's word will be alive and working. Trivialize even the smallest item in God's word and you will only trivialize yourself. Take it seriously, show it away for others, and you will find honor in the kingdom. You're familiar with the commandments to the ancients, do not murder. I'm telling you that anyone who so much is angry with a brother or sister is guilty of murder. Carelessly call a brother idiot and you just might find yourselves hauled into court. Thoughtlessly yell stupid at a sister and you are the brink of hellfire. The simple moral fact is that words kill. You know the next commandment pretty well too. Don't go to bed outside of marriage. Someone else's spouse. But don't think you've preserved your virtue simply by staying out of bed. Your heart can be corrupted by lust, even quicker than your body. Those leering looks looks you think you noti- nobody notices, they also are corrupt. Don't say anything you don't mean. The council is embedded and deep in our traditions. You only make things worse when you lay down a smokescreen of pious talk saying, I'll pray for you, never doing it, or saying, God be with you, not meaning it. You don't make your words true by embellishing them with religious lace. Making your speech sound more religious, it becomes less true. Just say yes and no. When you manipulate words to get your own way, you go wrong. Here's another old saying that deserves a second look. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Is that going to get us anywhere? Here's what I propose. Don't hit back at all. If someone strikes you, stand there and take it. If someone drags you in a court and sues for the shirt off your back, gift wrap your best coat, make a present of it. And if someone takes unfair advantage of you, use the occasion to practice servant life. No more tit-for-tat stuff. Live generously. You're familiar with the old written law, too. Love your friend and its unwritten companion. Hate your enemy. I'm challenging you 
But I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with the energies of prayer. For then you are working out your true selves, your God-created selves. This is what God does. He gives his best, sun to warm and the rain to nourish, to everyone regardless of good and bad, the nice and nasty. If all you do is love the lovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say hello to those who greet you, do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner does that. In a word, what I'm saying is, grow up. You're kingdom subjects, now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously toward others the way God lives toward you. Be especially careful when you're trying to be good so that you don't make a performance out of it. It might be good theater, but the God who made you won't be applauding. When you do something for someone else, don't call attention to yourself. You've seen them in action. I'm sure play actors, I call them, treating prayer meetings and street corners alike as a stage, acting compassionate as long as someone is watching, playing to the crowds. They get applause, true, but that's all they get. When you help someone out, don't think about how it looks. Just do it, quietly and unobtrusively. That is the way your God, who conceived you in love, working behind the scenes, help you out. When you come before God, don't turn it into a theatrical production. All these people making a regular show out of their prayers, hoping for stardom. Do you think God sits in a box seat? Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you will begin to sense his grace. The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant. They're full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. This is your father you're dealing with, and he knows better than you what you need. With a God like this loving you, you can pray very simply like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In prayer, there's a connection between what God does and what you do. You can't get forgiveness from God, for instance, without also forgiving others. If you refuse to do your part, you cut yourself off from God's part. And then don't hoard treasure down here where it gets eaten by moths and corroded by rust or worse, stolen by burglars. Stockpile treasures in heaven where it's safe from moth and rust and burglars. It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is is the place you will most want to be and end up being. So I just read uh, from the Gospel of Matthew, the Sermon on the Mount, the Message Translation. Now, parents, as we tune in to this podcast called Bring It Home and we seek to be the parents that God desires us to be, I know that's probably the best sermon in the Bible, the Sermon on the Mount, but maybe we start there as parents. and We just start simply reading the Bible with our children. Reading the Bible with our children. Um, may you bring this home Parents, God's word is alive and active. May we read God's word together as families more often than we do right now. In Jesus' name, amen. So if this podcast has been a blessing uh, to you as a parent, has been a source of encouragement, we just want to take a moment and actually encourage you just to bless others with this. If you've been blessed, may you bless others. Perhaps share this link. Share the link to the Bring It Home podcast. You could do that through Facebook, text message, email, or you could actually encourage others just to text 797979 with the word podcast in the subject. Again, 
797979. That's six numbers, 797979, with the word podcast as the message. God bless.